0: guys and welcome back to another episode of beast and bandanas podcast want to be a part of this i'm at dylan's house you know hence dj tv this is mine he didn't give it to me i Bought it, link is gonna be in the description below. What's up guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Beats and Bandanas podcast, it's your girl, Ken. This one, it is top 21 albums of 2019. That's an odd number, I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. Like some people have 40, 50, but I didn't have a lot of time this year to listen to a lot of music, so that's why it's so short. I'm gonna run through my honorable mentions really quick. There's about eight on the list, and then we'll go ahead and get into the top 21 albums. In no particular order, we have Bubba by Catronata, Willow by Willow, Ginger, Brockhampton, Arizona Baby, Kevin Abstract, Levin Callie, Levin Callie Low Tide, Please Excuse Me For Being Antisocial, Roddy Rich, Norman Effing Rockwell, Lana Del Rey, and Sweet Insomnia by Gallant. So with these, no particular negative reason why they're on the list, it was more so, I really enjoyed the project when I first listened to it but it wasn't something that um, collectively speaking I went back to often with the exception of Sweet Insomnia by Gallant I was just put onto that by one of my friends shout out to D but I only had like a couple songs that I would go back and listen to now we're gonna go into the top 21 albums for me of 2019 so number 21 is Fever by my girl Megan the Stallion so this year has truly been the year for hot girls stallions and everything else megan really came in full force with this project and if you haven't listened to tina snow you should go check that out as well but tina snow and fever have two different vibes i think with fever she really came out with a lot of confidence and this unapologetic rawness in her tracks and um, if you listen to it i think you'll get exactly what i mean with this project per usual She's telling you why she's here and reinforcing the fact that she's not gonna go anywhere. And y'all already know, she lets these men know, like, what's up, okay? What's gonna go down and what's not gonna go down, and I'm here for it and I love her for it. So yes, congrats, Meg, for all your success this year, baby girl. Shout out to you. Number 20 is another female artist whose aggression and just overall hardness is just infectious, and I love her so much. Rico Nasty with anger management. Her and Kenny Beats, this was literally the duo that I did not even know I needed when I listened to it. Just those two, their talent put together. I wish I could have been in the studio, like, seeing everything go down and be constructed. And just them finding that moment of, like, oh my god, I love how this sounds. We gotta have this on the album. Because they just really came together very well. Rico Nassi is, like, my alter ego and my spirit animal altogether you feel me that that's just how she is it's like with her music she tells you why she's the person that she is and she reminds you and reinforces why she's at the level that she's at because it's always like she's sending a message out to her haters you feel me like the people that want to come at her and downplay her and she's letting you know like I'm over here and you over here and here's why so I'm here for that too I love the confidence and everything I love her okay number 19 which is Ariana Grande's Thank You." Next. Y'all already know this is my girl, okay? I I love her to the ends of the earth. Ariana Grande was no exception to this fact that the female artists are taking over. Although the project was short and sweet, it was nothing less of the breathtaking vocals and just entrancing production, per usual with her tracks, for me anyway. Some of the songs were confidence boosters and also very personal and or just a good time. So I really enjoyed the project for those reasons. Number 18. <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing. Okay. I don't want to hear no no slander. I don't even care. Okay. Jesus is King, Kanye West. Um, so despite the heavy controversy that not only comes with this project, but with Kanye himself, I really enjoy Jesus is King. Um a lot of people did complain about the mixing and stuff like that not being up to par for them in particular or how there was a lot of just jesus this jesus that christianity this all up in your face but i did not get that overwhelming feeling when i was listening to it i enjoyed the vocals i enjoyed the production and it just kind of reminded me just how if kanye is anything he is a mastermind with when it comes to the music and the production the overall structure The gospel, the vocals, the harmonies. I just, I loved it. Loved it. I'm not going to deny the fact that we did Witness some Corny Bars on this project. I digress. But aside from that, I enjoyed everything else. Number 17, recorded in my car by Tabby. Y'all, Tabby has just been on his grind. And I'm just, when I tell you, I feel like a proud mama. I really do. I really do. Because he came into 2019 just with with no warning. No warning. It was just marketing this, marketing that song, marketing that track. Here we go. Here it is. Recorded in my car EP. Here's some new merch. Everything. Just you, you didn't even have time to breathe. And that's what we like. Don't give me time to breathe. Okay? Let let me have to grab my inhaler. Okay, because of all the greatness coming out. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. Be on that flow, be on that grind. Aside from that though, I just I just know he's going to have even more just great things in the future and it just makes me really happy but not for real. So with this EP, Tabby is just showcasing once again his talent with his lyricism, the unique production, and his unpredictable delivery and flow. Just always keeps you on your feet and just wondering, okay, what's gonna be next? And I think that's a really exciting feeling when it comes to music, not knowing what to expect. And he really executed that really well. And if you saw the video that I did post for this, he really caught me off guard with different switch-ups and transitions. And I just, y'all, I love a good transition, okay? Really smooth, just, I love it. Number 16, Apollo 21 by Steve Lord Jesus. The debut project was just full of funky, upbeat sounds and it had components of smooth instrument usage. With one of the songs on there, it did talk about Steve kind of traveling through time to give himself reassurance about the future and I, I really like that, like if you, really sit down and pay attention to the lyrics and what these artists are talking about. More so the ones that are kind of storyteller um, artists so to speak. It's really dope to see where that artist's mind is at Um, in the song and just seeing what inspired that track. But what I really loved about this and why it made my list is how the soulful vibe throughout the tracks were memorable, especially with the lyrical structure around it. Number 15 is Free Nationals with their self-titled album, Free Nationals. So what I love a lot about this is that it was a very blast from the past type of sound. Overall, just really a groovy type of production. And the features added so much smoothness to the track, and it's one of those, as I love to call it, you don't know nothing about this type of instrumentals, okay? And I feel like individually, the tracks made a huge statement because of the instrument usage, having such an old school vibe, everything stood out. I really enjoyed how some of the featured artists on this project really maintain their individual style, even though they were either singing or kind of rapping against an instrumental that might sound completely different than what they would do on their own. I like how artists kind of adapt to something different, but then still add their own little touch to it, basically. Number 14 is my boy Anderson Pack with Ventura. I really enjoyed this project. For me, it was very highly anticipated following Oxnard because it had a lot of OGs featured on here. Uh, Smoky Robinson, the late but great Nate Dogg, Jasmine Sullivan, Brandy, Andre 3000, just to name a few people, and the production on this project was nothing short of soul, jazz, and funky smooth grooviness, and I, I loved it. Okay, it's again, you don't know nothing about this type of stuff. Number thirteen, we have Magdalene by FKA Twigs. So like I said, my female artist did not come to play, and FKA Twigs really just came to snatch every edge from your hairline known to man. Because she just came in here with this falsetto masterpiece, and I just, I I don't, I don't understand. Like, do you ever listen to something and you have to look at them like, who do you think you are? Tell me who you think you are, because I love it. I love who you are keep doing that I love that (laughs) with FKA twigs she just never fails to put together tracks with certain sounds that you wouldn't think could come together to create such a beautifully structured song and I think with her she just goes above and beyond each time to create something very unique that you can only categorize as an FKA twig song if that makes sense I just really admire her for the work that she puts in to just create work unique to herself. At number 12, we have Sir with Chasing Summer. (sighs) I gotta, I gotta sit back for this one because... Another person where I gotta look at you and be like, who do you think you are? Who? Who? Because just with the opening track, I was pulled in. That production, the production on this entire album. So there was a perfect balance of calmness and hypeness. I found myself either just vibing out or jamming out. Like it's I don't know how else to explain it other than that, but it was like the flow in between each track just made everything come together so nicely from beginning to end. And the lyrics overall complemented the project very nicely too. All right, number 11, Solange, When I Get Home. So Solange has always had a very eccentric, unique style to herself throughout her music anyway and the project just accentuated that. She had a lot of different types of instrument usage and production that was very dreamlike, to in your face, to just unorthodox type of sounds. And then with her vocals added to the mix, it just added on to the experience. And then not to mention the surprise features from Playboy Cardi to Gucci Mane to Tile the Creator. Number 10, oh my God. See, I put this list together, okay, but it's like, As I continue to scroll up, I'm like, hey, that's what I had next. Like, that project was hitting because I just really like these projects. All right, number 10, we have Zoo by Denzel Curry. You know, Denzel does not disappoint with the clever wordplay, the aggressive delivery, like the delivery that just keeps you listening to what he has to say. Also, his humorous wordplay. There was a constant keep you moving type of production. And one of my personal favorites was Shake88. You know, just wanted to get on the dance floor and just, you know. Show somebody a thing two, And I've always been a fan of Curry's spontaneity, his flow, delivery. And you always get a little bit something different with each track. Number nine. (laughs) Oh my god, no. I love this EP so much. Okay. Okay. Number nine. First off, I'd like to apologize if I'm not pronouncing her name correctly. I tried to research as much as I could with the pronunciation of her name, but I could not find any interview where the person pronounced her name in the beginning. So we're going to say Amal and her EP is called Black Dove. (sighs) She adds on to the list of female artists that have these two things in common. Heavenly vocals and a heavenly use of production. It is something about smooth vocals over a melodic instrumental that just makes me lose my, I, I don't help. It, it literally gets me every time. She also tossed in slight mixes of distortion to her voice throughout the production and it made the experience just so worthwhile. I also had a deeper connection to her project because her lyrics were relatable and it hit on a deeper level. I love her and I would love to see her do a duet or some type of collaboration with one of my favorite artists, Aaron Ray. Number eight. <sighs> y'all, I'm, I'm getting excited each time I, I scroll up, okay? I don't, I don't think y'all understand. I'm getting excited because I just, I love these projects, okay. Number eight, we have the sailor, Rich Brian. Now, aside from the fact that it took me 500 years to listen to this project, it was so worth the wait and worth the listen. I really do wish I could have shared a reaction with you guys and we could have experienced it together because I went crazy when listening to this project. With Rich Brian, he had a lot of melodic switch-ups, with certain tracks and harder hitting instrumentals, which had me hooked to a lot of the tracks. A lot of them were also accompanied by relatable lyrics. And that's something that I love, having a connection with a project and or song. I really enjoyed how certain parts of this project was just a nice personal testament of where he's come from and where he is now and how he's progressed as an artist. And also him reaffirming his talent and the plans that he has for the future. Numero seven, (laughs) I love you too much painted lucky day lucky day. Woo-cha. Mm. I love this man's music okay. From his EP which disappeared off the face of the earth on Spotify because he took the song from the EP and threw more songs into one project which is now his album painted. It confused me but I still love you. Um, this production is just such a hypnotizing feeling for me. The instrumental and his vocals just combined. The entire project just had me jamming, okay? I put how the entire experience listening to the album was simply a jam in itself, and that's what it was. And there was also certain transitions, instrument usage, switch-ups, and sudden but not abrupt to mess up the flow type of tempo changes really brought this project together and showcases talent on numerous tracks. So happy overjoyed elated to see him nominated for a grammy he is so deserving of an award and i'm just proud of my boy so y'all need to go check that project out too if you haven't already number six oh sweet jesus be offensive my common of need mariba the jungle is the only way out This is another female artist that just takes my breath away with her music in a matter of minutes. Mariba takes you through such an accelerating experience and accelerating means like really fast, you know, but with this, it was just a fast like rush with the slowed down tempos to sudden upbeat instrumentals combined with subtle backing vocals and instruments that just really brought the track together full circle. This is like a project that you feel like you have to listen to like a lit incense somewhere in the room. It's only right. And she also had moments of just speaking to my soul with tracks that were like reciting of poetry. She just had a lot of different things going on, but it was just very complimenting to the project overall. And I loved it. Obsessed with this project. Number five. Oof. My boy, YB and Corday with the lost boy. Okay, so this is a person that I have been rooting for this entire year. Um, he's such a humble, kind-spirited individual. I follow him on social media. And with this project, he showed sides of himself that were not only humble, but vulnerable and very personal. Um, a lot of the obstacles that he's had to go through to get him where he is today and I enjoy his lyricism and I love a great storyteller and this is just talents that Corday possesses all the time, in my opinion. Um, which is very similar to what I said about Rich Brian with The Sailor, where he shows where he comes from and where he is now. The way that he executed this and the project stood out to me because it went from, you know, rapping over somewhat traditional rap beats to getting a little bit soulful and funky with the production and uh, with kind of like R&B type of sounds. So with that being said, it wasn't always a personal story that he was telling with this project, but he did have some upbeat, feel good dance type of tracks, such as one of my favorite tracks, R&P with Anderson .Paak and Have Mercy. He's also nominated for a Grammy, super excited for him too, and he better take an award home, okay? Or we're gonna have a problem. Number four. mm. Fine Line. Harry Styles. Now, this is his sophomore project. I used to be a One Direction girl, okay? Let me just put that out there for those that didn't know. So when I tell you, proud is an understatement. Like, Harry... One Direction Girl aside, this man has talent. I love his varied vocals and the production styles that he brings to the table. There was a lot of feel-good songs and a lot of pretty songs on here. Y'all know I love pretty music. The upbeat tempo just kind of slowly transitioned into an acoustic type of feel. The instrument usage just adding that beautiful little touch to the track. With the variation, it just felt like there were different genres put together in one album, which was really cool. Like slight moments of indie... Soul, etc. Number three when I tell you the notes I have for this third project is like this long, okay? I think I'm probably just gonna read it word for word because I don't want to miss anything. So number three is Kelsey Lou with her project called Blood. Y'all, I, I just need a moment. When I tell you I'm obsessed with this project, and I'm so grateful that I came across this woman. When I did, these, these female artists are just. Y'all give them the respect that they deserve because they deserve everything that this world has to offer, okay? Some of these women, like there's so many people I wanna include on my Don't Sleep On These Artists segment, and don't be surprised if she is the first person that I mentioned, I love, I love her. For her debut album, she just went all out with the production, including the nature sounds surrounded by an acoustic, subtle playing of guitars, violins, etc, and the transitions were so golden, okay? It was so effortless accompanied by harmonic vocals when a song called Due West transitioned into Kindred One, which both happened to be two of my favorite tracks from this project. I'd love to see her collab with FKA Twigs and maybe even Florence and The Machine just based off of her vocals and her style. Um, Throughout this project and if you check it out, you might kind of see where I'm coming from with that She really exhibited powerful vocals against calm production Which made a lot of these tracks stand out and the same thing would happen if the track was a little bit more hard-hitting She would match the intensity of the song with her vocals But the one thing you need to take away from this is listen to I'm not in love, okay? That is hands down My favorite track. Well, I have a lot of favorite tracks off this album, but that's the one that just gets me in my feels. and makes me wanna dance around like some ballerina. You know, like on your tippy toes. How they be dancing like that. So now, top two. Top two albums of 2019 for Hello Headliner. Me. Number two, Billie Eilish. When we all fall asleep, where do we go? Where do I begin? Billie freaking Eilish is just a girl that stays true to herself and I love her more and more every time I see her on social media, every time she releases a song. For me, her vocals just add an overall perfect touch to her songs. I feel like with this project, she never really had to overdo it with her vocals and she kinda has something I wanna call Vocal simplicity, which is basically like with the production. It already had its own uniqueness to it with the sounds and mixes um, That brought it together. Then when she put her vocals into the mix everything just flowed really nicely. It, It didn't It wasn't overbearing to the song. It just flowed together very nicely because she just Matches the production with this kind of subtle. I don't know like her voice is just very subtle and she'll kind of do these have these hints of falsetto her delivery it's just very like simple but distinct and i think it just goes perfectly with that i tried to describe it the best way that i could and i hope it made sense vocal simplicity vocal distinction and simplicity whatever it sounds good to me in my head so we're gonna leave it at that Okay. But with the personal lyrics and the emotion just pouring out of her voice, it had me hooked. When I heard I love you for the first time, I was just right there with it. It really made me almost tear up on camera. Like, that song just really hit for different reasons. But she really outdid herself Um, with this. I feel like she has a really unique sound that's true to herself as I've said a couple times with some other people on this list and that, that makes me really happy for her to, you know, you can play a song be like, yep, that's something Billy would do. She's just really putting her, making her own mark in this industry at such a young age and it's very commendable and I'm very, very happy for her. Now, number one, numero uno, top album, album of the year for me if you haven't guessed it already. Logic, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Y'all, let me tell what's I love you, Logic. My number one album is going to be Igor by Tyler, the Creator, okay? Igor, 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 Igor. Four, 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 four. Can't get copyrighted. But nah, Tyler, Tyler. And for the people in the back that didn't hear me, Tyler, the creator, okay, this was like a movie, okay, just a sonic experience that was out of this world. Tyler always gives you the unexpected. The love for this project for me was a tad unreal. The concert experience increased that love substantially. There's so many different components that made this project refreshingly deserving of the number one spot for me. The dynamic sounds to the spontaneous ad-lib, harmonizing vocals, catchy but relatable lyrics. Don't leave, it's my fault. Y'all, I will scream those lyrics to the rooftops whenever that song plays. Tyler really unlocked another level to himself that I don't think everyone was prepared for, but thankfully a huge, massive amount of people were very welcoming to this different layer of Tyler and I'm legitimately so happy for him. His sonic ability to create what he does create is admirable okay and he was very deserving of the spot and he truly outdid himself with Igor he really outdid himself with this project so 21 albums of 2019 Including my honorable mentions. There are so many projects that I did not get to listen to <laughs> life happens I appreciate you guys so much for being patient with me. Thank you so much for an incredible year nonetheless of my absence I'm very very grateful for every single one of you that has stuck around um, people that have joined the family joined this channel the expansion of it and I can't wait to make you guys even more proud in 2020. If you want to, just leave a like. If you enjoyed the video, go ahead and subscribe if you want to. Social media stuff will be at the end. And as always, y'all stay safe in these streets and I'll catch you on the next one. Music is, is extraordinary. It goes, E.M. Forster said, classical music is the deepest of the arts and it goes deep beneath the arts. And it's one of those things, it's like it's a language that we don't know that we're all fluent in. It's amazing, and so learning an instrument, even listening to music, is something that I think we need more of in the world in which we live today.